0: Thanks for tuning in to today's topics where we look at current events from a Christian perspective. Hey guys, Uh, I'm without my executive producer again tonight, so I hope everything comes out good. I hope everybody's had a great week. Uh, There's a lot going on, so let's just get right to it. I talked about Australia a good bit i know last week and things haven't gotten any better in the land down under huh but ben shapiro reports on how the police brutality is just uh it's off the chain uh, they beat and arrested some of the covid lockdown protesters you can see videos of it everywhere but reuters.com reports on this also a lot of videos just google it and you can find it but uh 200 people in melbourne were arrested wednesday the police spokesman said that officers retaliated after some of the protesters threw objects at the officers you don't really see that on the videos but hey i don't know they've had several days of protest and mainly it's because of the extreme stay-at-home lockdown orders that the government has you know imposed on everybody But the government also, they had their decision, if you'll remember, to mandate the vaccine. Well, now they've included pretty much everybody. They've mandated the vaccine for all construction workers. (laughs) You know, I think that's because they were the ones that was like the main holdout. They were bucking the trend, right? They didn't want to do it. So the government mandated that these construction workers have to get vaccinated and the government actually went and shut down several job sites on Tuesday and that's what led to the big protest you know they shut the job sites down for non-compliance cuz these guys weren't getting vaccinated now they've issued i found this interesting now they've issued a no-fly zone order for the city of Melbourne you know why they did that y- yeah so that no news helicopters could fly over and no drones could fly over and get video of the police beating the protesters. That's why they issued the no-fly zone order. Common sense, right? Anyway, the government over there announced again today, quote, that no restrictions would be lifted until the population reaches a 70% vaccination rate. Further restrictions, they say, will be lifted when the vaccination rates get to 80%. So they've made their minds up over there that, uh, in order for the people to be able to function normally in society, if that's ever a possibility again, but they have to get the shot. You know, if you want to function in their society, you will get the shot. Is that coming here? I don't know. Something to think about, isn't it? But they have to obey big brother government. Uh, I know what some of you are thinking, uh, well, maybe the Australian government is justified. Maybe they need to be doing this, uh, you know, because maybe people over there are just dropping like flies from this man-made Wuhan flu, right? I know you're probably thinking that. Let, let's, let's look at some numbers. You guys know how I like numbers because you can't get around them. They are what they are. The population of Australia is 25 and a half million people, Okay covid deaths total since the beginning of the pandemic until today is 1186 people now one person is too much you guys know me i've stated that many times but to shut down the nation basically for that number of deaths makes no sense absolutely none Now i know that our numbers over here are a little bit skewed right you can't really believe our numbers because we have evidence of people getting killed in a motorcycle wreck and they wrote it down as a COVID death. And that's a fact. So you can't really believe all of our numbers, but let me give you a little something just to look at. California has a population of 40 million people. Okay. They've had 68,623 deaths. Does it seem like Australia is overreacting just a wee bit for a virus that has a survival rate of 99.876%? You can find that on the CDC, the WHO, anywhere you want to look, you can find that number. Now, don't tune me out. (laughs) I'm going to give you all a few numbers here. I know some people don't want to hear that. It's important. Just stay with me. It's not much. The most current numbers we have from the CDC is from 2019. It takes them 11 months to get the information updated from the previous year, so we don't have 2020 yet, okay? So 2019 is all we got. The U.S. population was 328 million and some change. 3.3 million people died that year in the United States total. That's a death rate of 715 per 100,000 people, okay? Just remember that number. 715 for each 100,000. In 2010, our population was 308 million, three quarters. Say so 309 million, crazy math. 2.4 million people died that year. Now that's a death rate of 747 per 100,000. Now when the 2020 numbers get out, like I said, it may change, it may be a whole different story. So all we can go off is the 2019. That's what we have. So 2019 compared to 2010, a way higher percentage of people died in 2010 than did 2019. Uh, numbers don't lie. That is what it is. So I'll say it again, for the umpteenth time I know, but Satan has went all in on this virus, guys. Let's don't take our eyes off that. He has seen a way to use it to further his agenda of creating a one-world order. And once people have been conditioned to obey, once they are forced into submission by these governments, they'll be much easier to convince of the next step, right? Does that make sense? And this next step will ultimately, I believe, lead to a one-world government, a one-world currency, and a one-world religion. Now, the books of Daniel and Revelation are clear. They tell us that plainly. So that will happen. There's nothing that me or you can do about it. It's just kind of amazing that we happen to be living in the times when we see the beginning of all of this. We see it happening. So let's look at some news concerning Israel. You know, you've heard me say that Israel is God's prophetic time clock. We have to pay attention to Israel. Now, some in Congress, if you saw the news last week, they did not want to adhere to our agreement to help fund Israel's Iron Dome defense system. Um, but the vote did finally pass. I saw that today. Over the loud, obnoxious comments of AOC and her squad of Israel-hating Fruit Loops. So, I know that some of you guys were thinking, You know, we give all this money to all these different places around the world. Why do we give so much money to Israel? Why are we supporting Israel? Let me read you something that you never need to forget. Genesis 12, verses 2 and 3. God's speaking. He's speaking to Abram, who later becomes Abraham, who is the father of the Jewish nation. He says, I will make of thee a great nation, and I'll bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing Here's the one. Listen, guys. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. The United States better never forget this promise from God. We have been greatly blessed. And I believe part of that is because of how we have supported and blessed Israel. Uh, If we turn our back on Israel, we're in trouble. I hope that some of our leaders recognize that. Saudi Arabia is supposed to be our ally also. We're going to stay in the Middle East for a minute just to update you on some things. But Saudi Arabia, you know, I know that there's some tension there because some of the, you know, 9-11 hijackers supposedly came from Saudi Arabia. But they are supposed to be our ally over there. And uh, one of our allies. But last week, I found this surprising. Biden decided to pull all of our Patriot missile defense systems out of Saudi Arabia. Even though the Houthi rebels are constantly lobbing missiles into Saudi Arabia, just like the Palestinians do Israel. Well, these Iranian-backed Houthi rebels, they're lobbing missiles into Saudi Arabia because Iran and Saudi Arabia do not get along. Um, So I really don't see the rationale in why we would take, you know, those patriot defense systems out of Saudi Arabia. Why are we not helping to protect them against these missiles now? I don't know what's going on with that. That's that's an odd one. Let's pay attention to that one. But speaking of Iran, with them keeping up, you know, such a stink with their nuclear program, you would think that Biden would want to keep Saudi Arabia on our side. I don't know who's advising him. I don't know what's going on. But uh, like I said, that one's a head scratcher. And don't forget, speaking of Iran, we've only got about four more weeks until this, 10-week time frame elapses that we've been talking about for the last several weeks. Remember when the, the Israeli spokesman came out and said that they knew that Iran was only 10 weeks away from having enough enriched uranium to go ahead and finish developing their weapon. So it's like we talked about. That means that we're 10 weeks away from Israel blowing up those nuclear facilities. So, you know, this is a big one to watch. So just like I've said, don't let it surprise you. It's going to happen. Uh, So let's just pay attention. This is a big one, really. I don't want us to lose sight of this because now that Russia and China are involved in the Middle East, now that they are so heavily uh, embedded, I guess, in that area, like Russia is all over Syria. And as we're going to see in a minute, I'll touch on it. but, But China's putting their tentacles out all over the middle east so when you see russia and china so involved and they have such aspirations of dominance then and they've allied themselves with iran you you know you don't really know what's going to happen when israel does what they do so this could escalate very quickly into something huge maybe not i hope not but uh let's just pay attention to that and like china i'll go ahead and touch on it because this is going to make y'all mad Amir Zerfadi reports that a Chinese delegation was spotted at Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Yeah, that name's familiar, right? That's the same air base that the United States built. And guess how much we spent there? Not in the country. Uh, I saw several reports to where in the 20 years that we were in Afghanistan, they estimate that we spent just over $2.23 trillion in Afghanistan, like I said, I, I use that number, but none of us can really fathom what a trillion dollars is. But just on that air base, just on Bagram air base, we spent 83 billion dollars. Uh, then we abandoned the base and basically turned it over to the terrorist Taliban, right? Now, Amir reports that the Chinese, this is what they said when asked what, you know, like when the delegation was caught there the Chinese delegates said that they would like to set up an intelligence facility at the base to collaborate with the Taliban and Pakistan. Really? So China, who is now a firm ally of Iran, not only in word but on paper, they have had maneuvers together in the Indian Ocean, their navies have worked together, they are complete allies. So now China... Is going to have control of the base that we built right next door to Iran. That's what's happening at the moment. You know the Gog and Magog alliance of Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine. You'll hear me reference reference that pretty often because everything is falling into place over there. It's just perfectly fitting together like a jigsaw puzzle. Um, we know what's going to happen. The Bible is real clear on all the nations that are involved in it, and we know. We know it's going to happen, but it's kind of amazing to see ourselves living in that time to where it's all coming together. We're seeing it happen. So, nothing to worry about. The Bible tells us it's going to happen. We just have to pay attention. Something else, I don't know if you guys have been seeing this, but it's kind of, the video is unbelievable. But one of the Canary Islands that's off the coast of Africa is being just destroyed by that volcano. It, it's populated, but I don't think that anyone's been injured. Most people have gotten off, but it's named La Palma, and it's actually a territory of Spain. Spain kind of owns this island. But if you get a chance, check out some of the videos. This is unbelievable. The lava's just taking over the whole island. Let's look at some national news now. The Democrats are really, really upset with Texas's... uh. That's not Texass Texas Texas abortion ban after a heartbeat can be detected. It's not a laughing matter. But these Democrats want baby murder so bad that they passed a bill in the House to legalize all abortion nationwide on the federal level. Uh, this bill prohibits the state's restrictive state laws, Pelosi said. Some of the state's state laws are so restrictive Protecting life. You have to remember, this is such a pet peeve of mine because people don't understand that when Roe versus Wade was passed in 1973, we did not have the ultrasound equipment that we have now. You could not see babies in 3D, in 4D, like now. Every picture of every baby, probably what, born in the last 10 years, the first picture of those babies is an ultrasound picture. We all have one. We all have that picture see we didn't have that in 73 when this wicked wicked law was passed now we have that there's more technology people understand more and they're just scared to death that more states are going to follow texas's lead on this so now in the house they passed this bill to federally stop the states from doing anything with abortion um I don't really see this going anywhere in the Senate, really. The Senate has been pretty good on trying to not just crush states' rights because they know that that's going to be a problem. Uh, you talk about civil disobedience when none of the states want to go along with what the Fed is saying, you got trouble. I don't think the Senate's going to do anything with it, but um, it does let you see just how fanatical some of these people are, about legalized baby killing. It's crazy. They they will do anything to keep this practice legal. Uh, and the Senate is actually putting the brakes on this unprecedented $5 trillion spending bill. I touched on that a little bit last week. Was it a $3.5 trillion for the supposed budget? Another $1.5 trillion for infrastructure which only 20 percent of it is is even going to roads or bridges they they say infrastructure but it's got nothing to do with that it's these pork projects these pet projects of these people like the 200 million dollars to go to the san francisco state park where pelosi's district is see that's it's, it's just filled with that stuff so in the senate they're debating this and and they're pretty much slowing it down. It's not just getting fast-tracked through like you thought it would. And Joe Manchin, you know, he's a Democrat, but he's from West Virginia, which is a pretty conservative state. So he has to be careful if he wants to keep his job. So he's actually saying he's not going to vote for such a bloated waste of money on pet projects. He's exactly right. That's what it is. So he's saying that he's not going to do it. So we'll see. You know, he's kind of like the swing vote. He's the only moderate. Joe Manchin's the only one that's not a extreme conservative or extreme liberal, it seems. There's one other lady, I think, from Alaska or somewhere. She's kind of like Joe. But we got to watch these two people. They're the only ones that give us any hope for normalcy. And it's just because they want to keep their job. It's not that they care. But uh, it's safe to say that this budget debate's going to drag on for a while. This is They're going to push it right up until October to when they have to raise the debt limit. Remember we talked about that? You have to raise the debt limit so we can borrow more money to pay interest on our borrowed money. (laughs) You can't make this up. But that's what it is. It's just that simple. CNN has a good article from September the 7th uh, showing how young adult marijuana consumers are nearly twice as likely to suffer from a heart attack. It's just science, just facts. I know everybody wants to argue about that. Uh, it's no different than alcohol. Well, in a way, you're right. Alcohol is a killer. Over 40,000 a year die from that, just in wrecks. Look it up. So if you want to compare marijuana to alcohol, that's a losing argument. But anyway, Fox News has a report out yesterday, I think when I read it, where people are saying they had several talking heads on there people that are supposed to be specialists right saying that we're going in the united states to be in a permanent pandemic where mask mandates are an indefinite reality i hope they're wrong on this i know all of us are so sick of these mask mandates especially if you've listened to me for a while i've given you the Some of the facts on how it is an impossibility for a 95M, 3M, the best mask you can make. It is an impossibility for that mask to stop a virus particle. The mask stops particles down to 0.3 microns. Virus particles are 1.25 microns, half the size. It goes right through it. I don't understand why everybody's getting sick. Everybody's wearing a mask. Yeah, because they're not working. Zero science and facts to back up these mask requirements. Facts prove that masks are useless, so why are they being mandated? You have to ask that. People aren't stupid. They know the science. They've seen the facts. They know this, you know, just like we do. So why are they mandating it? I believe it's fully because of control and obedience. That's what I think. And it makes you feel better, right? You know that you can't do anything about this virus but if you put a mask on you feel better you feel safer i think that's why a lot of people are getting sick it's because they're putting too much confidence in these masks that cannot protect you but anyway on the woke front i'm gonna touch on this real quick oh my goodness blaze media reports the oregon health officials yeah oregon that's where portland is right nut jobs 101 the oregon health officials came out this week and they say it's okay to kiss on a date but only if both people have been vaccinated are you kidding me is that part of the questionnaire when you get asked out to go to parties have you been vaccinated don't get close to me They actually issued a report on this, telling you what you can and cannot do on a date. I've never heard of such foolishness, but that's what they're doing. Now, this next one, I'm going to have to end on this, because this one's shocking and disappointing. I say that a little bit facetiously. Cassandra Peterson just released a book. Is that name familiar to you guys? Well, Cassandra Peterson is the real name of Elvira, the mistress of the dark, right? Every guy I know had a crush, me included, on Elvira in the 80s. She was all over TV commercials, you know, Elvira, she was everywhere. Well, in this new book that she just released this week, she admitted in her book that she's gay. I'm shocked. Elvira is gay. So what are we to do in this changing world, right? What are we to do? Let me read you something real quick. I thought this was interesting. After Jesus healed a guy from possession, he healed this guy, and then this guy obviously wanted to follow Jesus, right? He wanted to go everywhere he went. He was attached to him, as you can imagine. So Jesus doesn't let him follow him. Listen to what he says to him. I'm in Mark 5. I'm going to read Mark five nineteen. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not. But saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. So sometimes our mission feels at home, isn't it? Sometimes it's around the people that we know best. Sometimes it's staying where we are and doing what we can with what we've been given. Sometimes it's not going out on the mission field. Sometimes it's not doing certain high-profile things. So what we need to do is we need to tell people every chance we get about Christ. And hopefully our life looks different. Hopefully we reflect a change. Hopefully somebody will want to know what happened. They'll want to know why are we different. Why do we not act like we used to? Why do we not speak like we used to? That's what Jesus was telling this guy. You go home and you tell people what Christ has done for you. So let's remember that. Let's let our life be an example of how it should be. Um, I want to thank y'all for listening. And remember, y'all go to church Sunday and by all means, y'all keep reading your Bible. Thanks.